Hello and welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. Thanks for joining me. We have a great show lined up as always. We will visit with Colby Hamilton, head coach of the Maywood Hay Center Wolves, as they finished fourth at state in the Class D1 Boys State Tournament. Also, Isaac Frax, head coach of the Alma Track and Field teams, will take some time and discuss the outlook for the Cardinals this year. We'll have a quick recap of the Boys State Basketball Tournament as we had a trio of RPAC teams make the tournament. Of course, we have blogs on the website from Boys State Basketball. Of course, you can visit bestboy-media.com and rpacrundown.com for anything you need RPAC-related. We also have our spring sports previews up and rolling now as the spring sports season gets rolling this week into next week. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. MNB Realty is a full-service real estate agency specializing in residential, commercial, agriculture, farms, ranches, recreational, and lots. You can find a full list of properties at mnb.realty. Get in touch with us by calling 308-345-5520 and follow us on Facebook. We had three RPAC teams play in the NSAA Boys State Basketball Tournament in Class D1. Dundee County Stratton was the number five seed. Maywood Hayes Center was the number two seed. For Paxton, they were the number eight seed in Class D2. We begin in the first round as Dundee County Stratton took on number four seeded Elm Creek, and it took two overtimes, but the Tigers won 63 to 55. Maywood Hayes Center took on number seven seeded Ansley Litchfield and won by a large margin, 72 to 35. For Paxton, they had to take on number one seeded Why Not. They fell 57 to 47. Their season ended at 17 and six. In the second round, both Dundee County Stratton and Maywood Hay Center fell. The Tigers lost a tight one to the number one seed, St. Pat's 43-40. And for Maywood Hay Center, they lost to the eventual champ, number three seeded Johnson Brock in a close game also, 48-40. Dundee County Stratton and Maywood Hay Center played for the fourth time this season in the consolation game. And this time it was Dundee County Stratton who was able to beat Maywood Hay Center 67-59. Dundee County Stratton ended the season at 24-5, and and for Maywood Hay Center, they closed the year at 26-4. We'd like to thank Maggie's, Skyline Bar and Grill, and Harden Insurance Agency for sponsoring the RPAC Rundown's coverage of the Boys State Basketball Tournament. We'll take a break and then visit with Colby Hamilton, head coach of the Maywood Hay Center Wolves. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated, here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. Gym memberships are available, $15 for individuals, $20 for families. JBK Operating LLC is available for all of your oil field hot oiling, steaming, and well pumping needs. Contact J Webb at 308-340-0741 and see how JBK Operating LLC in Cambridge can help you. 
Good luck to the area athletes from JBK Operating, LLC. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is head coach of the Maywood Hayes Center boys basketball team, Colby Hamilton. Coach, let's begin with the time leading up to the state tournament this last week. What were practices like before that initial matchup against Ansley Litchfield? Was it business as usual for your group for the most part? Yeah, for the most part. Obviously, they were they were excited um, to uh, to qualify for the state tournament, and there was a lot of extra stuff that that was going on around them. Um, but you know, we just really really emphasized. You know, it's a business trip. We got to go down there and and uh, and make it all about business and try to win that first game and get them kind of that final four. Uh, to give ourselves to win a, a championship. So uh, for the most part, maybe the first practice after that Loomis game was a little a little sloppy. We had a little sickness. I was actually sick um, that night of the game um, of, against Loomis, and then I didn't end up coming to school the next day trying to fight that off. And we had some sickness going through the, the kids as well. but um, So we didn't have practice the next day. But the day after that, like I said, it was a little sloppy. I think some of the kids were still recovering from some sickness and whatnot. But overall, I felt like our, our practices leading up to uh, the state tournament was very good. Now for that first round matchup at the state tournament, you dominated against Ansley Litchfield. Of course, as coaches, you prepare your team, but sometimes in big games like this, you don't know exactly what that first quarter or first few minutes may look like. Your team, though, from the get-go was rolling. You won 72-35. to Was there anything surprising about how quickly and, and how effective your team started in that first game? Um, honestly, I, I guess the biggest surprise to me is I thought we would be extremely nervous. I thought maybe we'd be so amped up. We'd be trying to do things that, that we don't normally do, you know, maybe throwing passes extra hard or, or uh, taking the shots a little quicker than what we were, were used to. But no, I, I honestly was, was really surprised at how relaxed and confident the boys were. And, and we got off to a great start. I think we went up um, for nothing right off the bat and they, they got a bucket and then we extended it again. We hit out, open outside shots. They're kind of daring us to shoot it from the outside. And uh, we knocked some early shots in and, and our confidence was through the roof. So I would say the biggest surprise to me is just how confident we were and, and really the, the big stage didn't get to them um, at all, really the entire tournament. So that was probably the, the biggest surprise for me. Then you faced off against the eventual champion, Johnson Brock, a close one, 48-40. to 40. Their zone defense and size was a little bit of a challenge, I'm sure. But overall, what were some of your assessments in that game too, Coach? Um, you know, they're, they're two, they did a great job with their 2-3. A lot of times you think you're going against a 2-3 that you're going to get some open outside shots. And, and they were they did a great job of getting out on outside shooters and, and did a great job of obviously um, containing Hayden Kramer uh, they usually put about two guys on him to keep him from getting the ball, which opened some things up for, for some other kids. Jerry stepped up and had a big game were uh, 20 points for us, but you know they did a great job of, of hitting outside shots in the second half as well. I know they didn't shoot great that first half and only scored 13 points, but I do think our length had a little bit to do with that. Um, and then like I said, we just didn't hit enough shots at, at the end of the game to, to kind of close that gap. I think we got it to within two after being down 10 in the fourth quarter. And then, um, they, they did a great job of, of hitting free throws there at the end. I think Dowling House uh, had, I don't think it was 13 or 14 from the line. So that obviously gave us zero chance of, of being able to, to come back at the end. So uh, credit to them. They, did, they had a great game plan and, and uh, they executed it well. But I was proud of our boys, you know, getting down 10 and then battling their way back to two points again. So we had been in that situation against St. Pat's in the sub-district championship. We were down 10 and, 
and came all the way back and and uh, and tied it uh, and came up short on that one as well. But um, overall, um, I was fairly pleased with with the effort that our, our boys gave. You know, obviously Johnson Brock ended up going on and winning the whole thing. So to play an eventual state champion that tough um, and to go toe to toe with them, I'm I'm very pleased. And then the consolation matchup, Coach. The fourth time you have to play Dundee County Stratton. To say you're familiar with them is is no surprise. You fell in that one. But it looked like your group came ready to play. It can be kind of hard to get ready for some of those consolation matchups, even though you fell. It looked like your guys' effort was there for sure, though. Sure, absolutely. You know, it was the fourth time. We've beaten them the first three times. And, and it's tough to beat a good team twice, let alone three times. And I wouldn't say they're a good team. They're a great team. Obviously, they, they won a lot of games their only losses were to to St. Pat's and to us I believe so um yeah we got out to a hot start we jumped out on them early and then they battled back and then it was kind of a ball game you know um kind of a knockdown drag out fight from there they they got up as much as I think 13 and then we battled back and got it back to within four with a chance to get it to two there late and uh just didn't didn't make the plays down the stretch to to overcome the, the hole that we dug ourselves but Credit to them. Again, they, they played very hard. They had a great tournament as well. You know, they had a great comeback um, against Elm Creek and won in double overtime and, and took St. Pat's to the wire and, and then came out and beat us. So they uh, they did a great job and they had a great season. And, and there were a bunch of great kids as well. And I'm, I'm glad to, uh, to see that they had some success down the, at the state tournament as well. Now, how about the experience as a whole, Colby? Were you and the team able to soak it in a little bit and really take in the state tournament and enjoy it while you were down there? I think so. I think we had a lot of fun. I know the boys, um, they got some some bonding time in, and and uh, we had a lot of good laughs, and, and there was a lot of laughs on the, the trip down. Um, so, no, I, I would say it was a great experience for, for everybody. Um, we got to see some good basketball. We got to go to Pinnacle Bank and watch Bellevue West play. Um, we got to see the Santee Shelton game, which was a great game, very exciting. So, um, some of those boys hadn't ever been to to those uh, arenas and got to see that level of basketball before. So, I think they overall they had a great time, and, and uh, you know we just have a, gr- a great uh, bunch of boys, and and they're a bunch of fun and, and great to work with, and they worked their butts off for us this year and the you know the year you know the last six years really to get where we've we've gone you know been to to where we are now so i credit to them like i said a bunch of great kids and their parents have done a great job raising them so i couldn't ask for a better group to coach and then for the community and the co-op for sports colby first time since the consolidation the boys basketball team has made it to state that had to be pretty fun for everyone involved with the community and so on and so forth absolutely both both communities um really supported us throughout the season um Probably had some more people that hadn't been to games in a while come out and support us. They knew, they you know, this was a special team and they wanted to get get to the games and watch us play. And it was a, a special team, a lot of fun. Um, did a lot of, of uh, awesome things this year and put up some numbers and some records that probably won't be broke for a while. But um, yeah, the excitement uh, for both communities um, to, to make it down there, just looking at our crowd in the stands, it was pretty much full all three games. So um, I, I know that it was, you know, that the both communities really in, enjoyed watching uh, these boys play this year, and they did a great job of supporting us. And we're very grateful um, that that they travel all the way down to Lincoln and spend all that money and that time uh, to support us. So we're very thankful for that. Many thanks to Colby Hamilton, head coach of the Maywood Hay Center Wolves, for joining us on this week's podcast. As we mentioned, they finished fourth in Class D1 this year on the hardwood. 
We'll take a break and then we'll visit with Isaac Frex, head coach of the Alma track and field teams. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown podcast. Here at Corbelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. At Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things that you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out the website, scoutsrecreation.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is head coach of the Alma track and field team, Isaac Frex. Now, Isaac, let's begin with practice so far this spring, even with the winter sports seasons wrapping up for Alma just a couple of weeks ago. It always seems like the spring season gets here so quick. How have practices been going for you and your team so far? They've been going really good so far. We kind of gave the kids that first week off because both our basketball teams kind of played late there in the season. and Everybody just kind of needed a break. So we took that first week of practice and just basically got them out of the school so they could have some time to themselves and recover a little bit after the long winter season. But then we got back into it last week and we're inside, of course, because the weather was, wasn't real cooperative last week, but we've been able to get outside every day this week so far. So that's been a welcome, welcome to be able to get outside. Now, on the girls' side of things, you have Addison Neal returning. She made it to state in the 4x800-meter relay in the past. Of course, it's early on. Is that a relay that could have some success with her leading the way this season? Addison Neal, yeah. You know, we were going to be able to put a pretty decent 4x8 team together this year again, I think, on the girls' side. Her and Harper Fennell and a couple other freshman girls hopefully step up. And Chase Molden has a good chance of being on that relay, so... We should be competitive in that in that relay like we have been the last couple of years. Now on the boys' side of things, Peyton Herrick, he, he returns after competing at State in the high jump, his personal best at, at six feet, one inch. Has he talked much about getting back to Omaha in that event, Coach? Oh, yeah, he's been excited about it all year. You know, talked to him some, but he's ready to go, you know. And last year he was just a couple misses if he would have made his – I think it was his 5'10 jump or 5'11 jump on his first attempt rather than his second. He would have placed, so that's how close it was at State, you know, between 5th place all the way to 10th or 11th place. It was just that close, and he's got the ability to do it, and hopefully we stay healthy and he'll be able to have another, another season like he did last year and get back down to State in the high jump. Now, for you as a coach, Isaac, what's exciting about this year for track and field as you get going? Well, just seeing good good numbers out. You know, we've got 32 total kids out, girls and boys combined. So that's a few more than we had last year, and that's a positive thing. You know, we've got some good younger kids that have decided they want to come out and compete and be a part of a track team and just be a better athlete, and that's kind of what we preach to them. You know, 
you may not like everything about track, but it's going to make you that better overall athlete. And you come out and compete and learn how to compete. It's going to help you everywhere in your life. Many thanks to Isaac Frex of the Alma Track and Field Teams for joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. Alma begins the season on March 21st at the Bertrand Triangular. We'll take a break, and then it will be time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back. It's time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. Since we only had boys competitions going on last week, we will have just one award this week. Of course, our Female Athlete of the Week will return next week as track season gets rolling. So our winner of the RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week goes to Alex Inglot of Dundee County Stratton. He averaged 18 points per game during the state tournament. As they finished third in Class D1, did the Tigers. Once again, we'd like to thank our great sponsor, First Central Bank, of the RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week. That will do it for this episode. As always, go to rpacrundown.com for all of your RPAC needs. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Evan Jones.